Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lunch with Leah, season premiere, episode 301. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the anxiously awaited Holding My Breath. You're going to withdrawals all summer. We're back. Our first podcast. Still on Facebook Live because you know we don't abandon people that are loyal to us. So it's James and Jason and Little Black and Little Old Me. So let's see. Let's talk about what happened over the summer. Now, probably today it could go for two hours, but because I'm like kind of on a sort of self-imposed timeline, I'll cut to the chase. So I was in LA all summer. I hung out with the most fun and fabulous people. Starting with my great, fabulous neighbor, Jeff and Gage. And uh, Jeff renovated my kitchen, which, you know how much I love him. I had to really love him, not to just bitch slap him for about three weeks straight in a row. <laughs> uh, as an inconvenience to my lifestyle and my living. But it is so gorgeous. And he did such a stunning job. So, Jeff Lewis, <laughs> thank you very much for your talent, your creativity, and your genius. And Gage for your patience with me, and even little Tyler put up with me, who works for them. And then, of course, Jeff was generous enough to have me on his radio show a few times. And I think once we had Heather on there, and once I don't remember, we had a, we had fun. We just go, we talk, we have fun. It's kind of like moving my kitchen counter to the radio station. We just keep talking trash and just having fun and <laughs> laughing and giggling and hopefully somebody tunes in. I hope you guys tune in. It's always a Friday at 11 and uh, this week and next week I think he has a Monday, Wednesday and Friday kind of for a summer fling. So that was fun. By the way, he's trending in the top five serious uh, radio shows almost every week, so I must be doing something right. Of course, I will be in the top five podcasts soon, trending, <laughs> so you won't have to be worried about missing me. Ask him the thing. Um, what? about the podcast. Oh, yeah. What, what do you want me to tell Well, them? this is the first one we've done live, and uh, some people may not know you have it available. Oh, so. yeah. So you can just check wherever you get your podcast, and you can listen to my podcast. You must be listening to Facebook Live or Podcast Now, so you can get it either way, or you can get it on iTunes, and we're going to do this every Wednesday at noon Eastern time. So then I had a couple of parties. I, I always have a bunch of parties. This year I really couldn't have a bunch of parties because the first month the kitchen was under construction and the last month I had other million things I was doing and landscaping and fixing up the yard and decorating outside and so, but I did have a few fun and interesting people over and you know, we just gossip and have drinks and I, oh, the big problem was the caterer was on his honeymoon or pre-honeymoon for a month in Europe. So I mean, can you believe he had the nerve to leave during the time I was there? Honestly, God, I was like, Joey, you got 12 months out of the year to go on a honeymoon or pre-honeymoon. You gotta go when I'm here knowing I like to have these parties. So we had to go resort to our regular In-N-Out Burger and um, Nico Nico Sushi. Wasn't the same as when Joey cooks. 
And so I taped Watch What Crappens with Ronnie Karam. You know, Ronnie and Ben have a show called Watch What's Crap, Watch What Crappens. It's on, I don't know, it's on a podcast too. And they're hilarious. But Ben was out of town, so I taped with Ronnie the one about, I think it was Orange County. So you guys have to go back and listen to that on demand because we were funny together. I mean, he sat, we sat in the kitchen. He's hilarious. Okay. He's, we're sitting in the kitchen counter in my luxurious house. <laughs> I look up. He's got a wooden, not a wooden, a paper box sitting there with a the microphone on it. I go, this is your studio? This is your setup? You couldn't do better for me? Where's my backdrop? Where's my stuff and repeat? Where are the lights in St. Liam Black on today? Anyway, it was fun. Then I saw Brendan, you know, who's with E that used to be with TMZ, my little friend Brendan in my door. And then uh, the girls, of course. Randy and Julie, oh my God, we, we go to the most amazing vegetarian restaurant in all of the world called Crossroads. We go there and we hang out and they come over and they go to the pool and you know, whatever. So I had fun with them. Oh, we did a podcast with them too. You can find that on demand and I don't even remember. I, oh, we talked politics. Oh, if you like politics, you'll tune in. If you don't, we'll just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Get a blind eye and slap yourself for being disengaged. Uh, Roy did a podcast with them too because, oh, I forgot, we went to London for like a week or 10 days and Roy and did an interview or a deposition with Christopher Steele, the gentleman that wrote the dossier, the original dossier uh, involved in the Trump um, politics thing. I'll just leave it at that. And so they interviewed Roy about the dossier and they were just fascinated hanging on every word that Roy was telling them about the security and you know the kind of you know repertoire he had with him and what went on behind the scenes and they were just glued to that. It was kind of fun, you know. And so RJ and I and Roy spent a few days in London and we did really have a great time, even though it's a long trip over there because from here you can get there in six hours. From LA it takes nine hours. And I'm like, if we're going to London, do we have to go from LA? Can't you reschedule this deposition? Or no one ever accommodates me. Now that I think about it, I'm in everyone else's back and call. He's got 12 months out of the year. He picks the time that we're Ago. Well, maybe they picked the time, but you know, when you're important, you can change that around. You should have said, well, my time's more important than yours, and my wife needs to be happy. I have a little message for you. You have a lot of comments coming in. I was giving you the three-second uh, message. Uh, <laughs> I had a little message for you. We've got comments coming in from a lot of people saying you look beautiful as always. Welcome back. Nancy Carver says she loves you and she loved you on Jeff Lewis. Um, we've got uh, Susan Otero says she'd like to see that kitchen. <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> Actually, I think that Jeff probably will, will have filmed it for flipping out. I'm not sure that he did. Yes, and everyone is just glad you're back. I'm just so glad to be back. In other news, while I was in LA, I also filmed, oh my God, are you sitting down, drink, get a start a cocktail, it's gotta be five o'clock somewhere. I filmed with Frankie Grande and many of his friends, and then I just filmed with him a couple of times because he has a reality show that's coming out and I will leave it at that. But I absolutely had the best time because he is so much fun and he is really the star of all stars. He's the gayest gay I ever met. I mean, he's glitter gay. You know what I mean? It's like glitter gay. I mean, I love him so much. But I mean, it's like, can I have that handbag of yours? We're going to get this here. 
We used to do reality checks together. Remember, we had our little podcast, Facebook Live, the Google Hangout, or whatever we did, and we did uh, reality checked, which was a uh, kind of a weekly or whatever, talking about all this stuff on reality TV. And then he went into Big Brother, and that's when we stopped it. But we still have all the T-shirts and everything. Reality check, and we had luck on Frankie Grande. Oh my God, he's so talented. We went to see him perform. And I forget the name of the club there. I mean, he he is just so talented. He can sing, he can dance. He is just a super talent. Just he's as much of a talent as his sister Ariana. It's just a different kind of talent. But he's a Broadway talent. Then we went to the Hollywood Bowl because my friend Michael Eisner, he is such a hoot. He bought forty boots. <laughs> you know those those boxes you buy at the Hollywood Bowl? They're not cheap, and it seats four to six people. He bought 40 of them and invited all of his friends. Wow. And then uh, sent a menu, what do we want for dinner? And so RJ and Roy and I went. I wanted to take Freda, but she had to babysit the dogs. But we went to see Star Wars. And the interesting thing about it was that while the Star Wars movie was playing on the big, giant, giant screen, <clears throat> Oh, by the way, he bought really good seats. He didn't just buy seats. He bought really good seats. It's not easy to get that many seats, by the way. And uh, they had the entire orchestra playing the score to Star Wars. Oh, wow. So it was really fascinating and really interesting. I mean, it was really good. And RJ just loved it. He just, like, his eyes just lit up, you know? So he did that. And then, um, and of course, you know, I had this really beautiful light outside my house that lights up in purple little sprinkles lights and when the queen is in residence it's on and when the queen is not in residence it's off and of course I had to take a bunch of you know what from Jeff about that tacky light I'm like honey the queen is in residence <laughs> so we have a few shout outs I did a travel tips article from the Miami shoot uh, online magazine who's um, my friend Nadja is the editor of and if you want any travel trips tips you can read that it's on uh, Miami shoot online Miami shoot magazine but I liked it and I got a lot of people interested in how I pack and how I travel because I never check luggage mm -hmm. I always take everything on so my philosophy is if you can't take it on the plane it doesn't get to go so it's a big decision sometimes what gets to go <laughs> and then I always of course pin my most expensive jewelry in my bra I had a lot of interesting kind of um, you know, whatever. Okay, it was fun. Uh, and then I want to give some shout-outs to people that have been giving me lots of shout-outs. iRealHousewives.com on Instagram has been, like, praising me all the time. I'm like, well, thank you so much. Do I know you? Well, how wonderful. And Faces on Bravo doing the same. And then they had some votes with me on some of these polls, and I won all of them. I was like, oh my god, I've got a fan base, who knew? <laughs> and then our little adorable distributor over in um, England, Emily, it's at leahblack.co.uk where you can get all of our products and handbags and jewelry and skincare and everything online there. Here you get it at leahblack.com. <laughs> Not a, not a shame. People are commenting that it works very well, apparently. <laughs> it does. So I have another little message for you. Let's see. Oh, I did uh, the dumb gay politics. I did that uh, fabulous uh, podcast. So you don't want to miss that one. And then 
well, Roy did it and I did it. And then Candace Barr had, she's on iHeartRadio and she's really adorable. And she had this big thing at Neiman's with shoes. And I went to that. But of course, they didn't buy any shoes because how many pairs of shoes can one person have? I mean, I don't want to become Imelda Marcos. I mean, maybe you don't know who she is, but she had 3,000 pairs of shoes and people made fun of her. So I don't want to be that person, but it was fun. And so that was that. So then I came home. People said they read the article about your travel tips. Nancy C. Carver said she read it and loved the travel tips. She said, thank you so much. They also loved the big red Hermes bag that <laughs> you were guarding oh, in, in the photo. <laughs> that was my, my travel bag. Um, I have a big Hermes travel bag, and it's red, and it is beautiful. Yes, everyone loved Everything it in the photo see. that we posted. See, when I tell you how to pack, between your roller cart and your bag on top, you can pack everything. Yep. And, and you don't have to leave out anything. It's really amazing. So then I come home into reality. Well, the gate doesn't work, can't get in the house, the air conditioning's broken upstairs, or hot. Uh, Paul, bless his heart, he's been with us for like 15 or so years, his mom dies, and we really rely on him, and I felt so bad for him, his mother died right before we came home, so he had to take three weeks off and go to Haiti and uh, bury his mother, which I felt so sorry for him, but that was kind of put a damper on us coming back, and then him not being there, when means Freda doesn't have you know, a driver, and we don't, we're short around the house, and so coming back was kind of like a reality check. Uh, and then Freda's daughter's coming on Saturday from Spain to spend two or three weeks with us, and she's like, well, who's going to drive us to Disneyland? Who's going to drive us to the duck tour? Who's going to drive us to Bayside? How are we going to get to South Beach? And I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even know she was coming! And now i gotta, got to figure all this out. She can't use Uber, she doesn't know how. She does know how to use a taxi, but I don't think she knows where to go. I think she's kind of on Paul. So she said she was going to get George. Oh lord, I'm like, please. I said, you know, I can't with him. Oh, let's see what else. People are commenting about Little Black over there. They said he looks like a little toy. He's so well behaved. And uh, the, what, is he shaking? What are you shaking? He's shaking and trembling. So then I had some questions that came in on our Instagram. Ask me anything questions for the Lunch with Leah season three premiere that is now also on podcast along with Facebook. So the questions, Rachel Clam said, what's the best product to start out from the Leah Black skincare line? Oh my goodness. If you have dry skin, you want to get the... the um, Serum and the moisturizer, which guarantees to increase the moisturization in your skin 500% within a week with clinical studies to back it up. If you have lines and wrinkles and large pores and all of that, and you want to lift and tone and firm, then get the sudden youth kit. If you want to just be fabulous from head to toe, get all of it. <laughs> and uh, we have a summer special. And we have a summer special. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you see, yeah, they yeah. give the away my money all the time. It's still, uh, oh. still going. They're holding the summer special, so go to leahblack.com and see what you get Through for Labor free. Day. Through Labor Day. Brian, B-R-I-E-N-T-O-T-H-L-A. I know him. He's yes. an adorable, fabulous decorator, designer, incredibly taped incredible taste guy, says summer is almost over. What's the most fun thing you did this year? Oh my God, I guess going to LA. I mean, that's always a highlight. London was nice. Um, G-L-O-G-E-R-I. If a colleague you work with is let go, is it appropriate to send them a note or a letter? I think so, and wish them well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna cool. start an advice column, by the way, in that magazine, did I tell you that? The Real Housewives Confessional says, oh, thank you for that. Uh, what was your favorite confessional interview 
uh, my time with RHOM. Oh, when I wore the hundred, when I wore the hundred carat Jeffrey Rackover diamond drop earrings and the four hundred thousand dollar <laughs> diamond necklace. Yes. Uh, uh graph earrings. I, I mean, are you so. kidding me? And he sold those earrings for twenty five million dollars after I wore them. Oh, Probably yes. would have only gotten twenty four million if I didn't wear them. <laughs> I'm sure the price went up with my pedigree <laughs> behind it. I was so in the morning when I found it. He sold those earrings. Oh my god. And then will we see you on another TAV reality show full time? Oh, probably not full time, but you know, I make a little cameo here and the only people ask. I'm not that interesting. I don't think I, I don't think I qualify for full time. Uh, that was from Damie. Jay says, When are you getting your own show? Well, I have my own show. We just aren't filming it. I, I have a reality show twenty four seven. It's just the cameras aren't following me. I mean you're missing a party if you don't follow me around. And, and Rial, which housewife do I still socialize with? Well, you know, I don't socialize with any of them that much because well, everyone's so busy. But the ones that I love and adore, I love and adore Joanna. I love and adore Karen. I'm friendly with Lisa. I've, I've known Larsa for how many years? I think Christy's a great little girl. She's such a family girl. So I'm friendly with a lot of them. And yeah. others, I wouldn't get the time of day. <laughs> Donna Williams wants to know, when were you at Balor? What's Balor? B-A-Y-L-O-R. That's what she B -A -L -O -R. says. When were you at Balor? Baylor. Baylor, Baylor University. Oh, okay. oh, that's in my hometown in Waco. Oh, I didn't go to Baylor. It's a little conservative for me, but it's a great school. You know, Ken Starr was the... Uh, Got, was the dean there for a while when he got fired. He was the one that was on the Clinton probe. So I was got a lot of history. Margaret Scallop says she remembers that jewelry. I'll never forget that jewelry. I have pictures of it everywhere. So then in bad and sad news, Aretha Franklin, the queen of soul, passed away. Um, you know what? I'm going to tell you. She came here. But we're probably the only charity she performed for that I know of. She got on a bus at her 70-something years old and drove on a bus or came and rode on a bus for two to three days to get here, checked into the Ritz-Carlton, was as difficult as difficult gets until she got her money. And once she got paid, we became best buddies. We were, I think she was worried that she made that bus trip and that she was maybe not going to get paid. Yeah. I don't know. But we had offered to pay her in advance. But then she didn't want to be paid in advance because she likes to be paid in cash. And I never quite understood that, but there was an article out the other day, which I haven't read yet, I saved it, that said why she likes to get paid in cash. And I just started thinking, you know, I bet that people have just ripped her off her exactly. whole life. And she's probably just like at her age and tired and I'm working crazy and I'm talented and I, I don't need to be ripped off, so pay me in cash. And so we went up there, and she had, and I had to take the money. Remember, she wouldn't take it from anybody but me. So the day before the gala, when we are so overwhelmed with three million things, I got to drive to the other side of town oh and God. take the money to her. And then she counted it twice. She counted out the money twice to make sure she got paid. She's one of the few talents that we ever had to pay for the charity, and we've had everything from Barry Good to Pharrell to Natalie Cole. We've had them all. But uh, Queen Latifah, Tony Bennett, we've had them all. She was one of the few that we paid. And you know, I, didn't I did not regret or resent having to pay her. 
I felt like she has earned the right to get paid, I, especially driving a riding on a bus for three hours. And we got a, a sponsor to underwrite it so it didn't cost the charity anything. And I just, the other day after she passed away, I went back and read some of the texts that she sent me over the years. And she was always so, I wore my big fur coat and I wore your handbag that you gave me and I, I knocked him dead and there were five royalties and 17 celebrities. I mean, she was just so glamorous and so larger than life. So I kind of got sad when I read those text messages and Jason said, if I change my iPhone, I'll lose all my text messages. So I hate that. But anyway, so she brought me this ball of perfume. Uh, Cartier and so I just thought you know what little Marita she gave me some red roses and remember I, I took them apart when they uh, died and I made potpourri out of them and then she gave me this Cartier perfume and so I just thought well I'm just gonna set that there honor Aretha today so God bless you rest in peace girl you have earned it she works hard in other news I am so sick and tired of Meghan Markle's family <laughs> they need to shut up and go away. Yeah. I mean, that father selling one story after the other, and then the sister with all this jealousy, and that she didn't even talk to the sister for 10 damn years. It's a stepsister. They weren't even close, and now she gets to the, to the royal family, and then they all want to be invited. Can you imagine inviting that trash? They would have been like Omarosa. They'd have had cameras on their head, cameras on their belt, cameras in their pen. They'd been tape recording everything. You can't trust these people. So I hope she just never talks to them again. Snub them. Get rid of them. Disown them. Put out a formal release. I have officially disowned my trashy, low-class family who does not wish me well and is doing everything they can to bring me down and capitalize on me being a princess. Oh, it just infuriates me, that family. The father wasn't even at the previous wedding. Oh, he, he only wanted to go to walk her down the aisle because he wanted to be a big somebody. Well, you know what? I feel bad you had a heart attack. I feel bad, you know, that, that you're a loser. And I feel bad that your daughter's a loser and that she's sick. But leave Megan alone. I mean, enough, really. They said, Margaret Skellis says, yeah, seriously, the family is a nightmare. And then, uh... Can you imagine the queen having to serve oh them tea? Oh, my God, I wouldn't serve them tea. I wouldn't even serve them, like, oh, my God, I wouldn't even send to go food to their hotel. Um, Rachel Clapp says she just found this podcast last week, and she is loving the midday I... work break. Yay! Take a break, noon Wednesdays, lunch with Leah. We have a little tidbit of other news for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, and housewife news. <sighs> to be honest with you, I don't follow the housewives as much as I used to. I try to follow them. It, it's hard. It's exhausting. It's time consuming. But at the same it's time. It's on the same time as Rachel Maddow. <laughs> Rachel Maddow and Lawrence O'Donnell and O'Brien Williams and all my favorites are on. But at the same time, I am following it. And, um, oh, someone sent out the Bravo boy. I wanted to give him a shout out. He sent a picture and he said, the moment you realize your housewife's dream team would be the most iconic and explosive group of bad bitches. And he included me as one of them. <laughs> now, you can't see the picture if you're on a podcast, but if you're watching with Leah live on uh, on Facebook, you can see the picture. But it's Teresa Giudici and me and Bethany and Kelly. I love Kelly and Erica. And then three girls I don't really know because unfortunately I don't like Dallas or Potomac. I'm so sorry. Mark Skelloff says, reminder, tonight's the New York reunion. New York reunion is tonight. And... Um, Apparently, uh, the other one just down. ended. One of them just ended, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Potomac just ended. Potomac it was really ended. good. They and renewed it. Dallas just started, and apparently it was a really great show that no one watched. So you guys tune in. If the girls are going to work hard and deliver, tune in and watch them and support them, you know? Yeah. Dallas and was great last season, and this season it's really good. But they didn't even get a million viewers for the I know. Years. You know what? I don't know if people have housewife fatigue or if it's Jump the Shark or if it's just that you're watching so many other things and you're so Inundated with news all the time, and there's so much the reality TV show coming in from the White House all day yep. every day. I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do with the show not being good. No. But I do think we should support them and watch them. If you're a housewife fan, you want to see all the shows be successful. Uh, Denise Richards is joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, listen, this could be a great addition. She's a beautiful girl. She's got the Charlie Sheen drama that she'll probably drag into the show. But I will admit, I watched her. It's complicated reality show, and she was boring as hell. Yeah. So let's just hope she, she steps it up. But maybe she didn't have anybody to play off of. You know what I mean? It was just her and her dad. I think she had a rabbit in a cage or something. I don't remember. Yeah, farm. But, you know, maybe maybe this is more her more her like stepping out debut platform for being able to be the glamorous wasn't she one of those bomb girls or something one time she yeah. so whatever maybe this is a better platform for her but she was boring as hell in that damn what's complicated or it's complicated <laughs> well or i heard that her subdivision now because of that original uh, yeah. reality show that they restricted your knowledge to shoot any any production in that neighborhood so she had to move to be on the beverly hills housewife they had to actually get out of the house she was in and then go into a new well, one. Well, <laughs> that may be true, but I don't think, you know, I don't know, I'm not, a, I'm not a, an entertainment lawyer in Los Angeles, but I don't think they can prevent you from shooting inside your house anywhere. I think they can shoot you, uh, prevent, prevent you from shooting outside your home. Remember when I had that condo on Beverly Hills? I mean, on, um, on Fisher Island when I was on the show? So I live in the Gables. I had the house on Star Island, and then I had the condo on Fisher Island. You get this legal notice from Fisher, Fisher Island, Island that yeah. I can't film over there. And I'm like, 
well, first of all, I'm not planning to film over there, but if I want to film over there, I'm going to find it and film over there. I mean, what happened to freedom of like speech and expression? And if you want to film inside your condo or inside your house, you have the right. But anyway, I was like, why would I even bring any attention to Fisher Island if you're going to treat me like that? Even though they love me over there, I think it was just one person. You know, they thought it was trashy. Well, they were right about that. <laughs> Plus, they pay for privacy over there. That's and then um, so that was that. Oh, and then this rumor about Santa Barbara is going to turn into a housewife show. I don't know if. I, if I believe that, but we'll see. Well, they've shot an untitled show with six women, and they started shooting confessionals because they're, they but popped up on it. But it could be some it. other but, kind of takeoff on it. But it looks, yeah, it could yeah, be a takeoff, but it looks like So what am I watching? Well, by the way, they had this big Versace documentary that yeah. they interviewed me for. <laughs> I can't watch it. I cannot watch myself doing that. But they were asking about Versace and the parties and the mansion and this and that. And I don't know why they called me. I guess because I went to the parties. But anyway, so I did that. And uh, it, that you should watch it, though. It's good. I mean, I can't because I get too nervous. It's and in. then the Sasha Baron Cohen is just the most hilarious thing you'll ever oh, watch in your life. On Showtime. If, yes, it's he on got, Showtime. He got Gretchen you got and got to watch it. <laughs> this week. Oh, I, I mean, he so like Jason says he cringes. Ugh. It is cringy <laughs> because he's it's kind of like smiling on candy camera in a in a different <laughs> satiric uh, way. It's dark, but oh, it's not. God. It's just hilarious. You gotta watch with Sasha Baron He just spoofs everybody, and these idiots they just Idiot. fall for it. And some of these people are public officials. They've got to believe that all this is going to be shown over oh, and over God. and over again, and they go and get on that show. I mean, it's just too much. And uh, then Susan Sillinger said she saw you on the Versace thing, and you were great. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I can't watch it. I just can't. Okay, I didn't watch any of the shows. I was. In. I can't. Okay. Then we watched Succession. That is oh, so good. It's my favorite show oh, of the year. Is that Succession. on Netflix? No, it's no. not. Oh, oh, it's so good. I don't know how you can. I guess you can get it on demand. I don't know, yes. but it's it, apparently it's based on the on the Murdoch family. Yes. I don't know that that's true. That's what Roy said. He he read somewhere. Yeah. Yes, but it is. I don't know the source of that. But maybe. But it's so good. It's Riveting. so good. Yeah. I hate it when it was over. The New York Times did a whole front page thing like the day after the finale, talking about how great the show was. But then they also interviewed. The son of Rupert Murdoch, and, and he says, I, I didn't watch the show, I've been in Europe, so. Oh, they yeah, they don't want to yeah. have any claim to the fame of all the la dirty laundry It's a great aired. show. Well, there is a lot of dirty laundry being aired, and it's probably, some of it's true, and some of it's probably hyped up, and some of it's probably completely not true, but it's fun to watch. I liked that it built, and the finale was like the boil really? over. It, they the really paid off. They it was really a payoff, did. and you didn't see what was coming, coming, I don't well, think. They were, they, I thought it was, it was great. Yeah, and great. then we're watching Sharp Objects which with Amy Adams, which Roy just loves. To me, it's kind of dark and yeah. heavy. But it is a, it's a great, I mean, it is a good show. I just, it's kind of dark and I like more yeah. fun and upbeat, but Roy loves it. He thinks it's just like the best show ever, but he, you know, he's, he's more intellectual than me. <laughs> I like superficial stuff. Uh, and then watching Better, Better Call Saul. That's one of my favorites. You've got to watch Better Call Saul. I love Better Call, 
console. It's so funny. This lawyer, he just can't go straight. He just keeps going back to being crooked. It's so good. And uh, I'm waiting for the crown to start up. That's December. the one I really want to watch in December. That's a long time. And let me tell you the sleeper that a friend of ours told us about. That you will, We binge watched it. You can't stop watching it. It's called Fauda, F-A-U-D-A. And it's about the Israeli uh, and Iran, Iran underground. Oh, it's just so good. It's brilliant. so, so good. I'm enjoying it. In other deadline Hollywood news, Jane Fonda is going to be in a five-act documentary at HBO. And apparently, it's a world premiere in uh, the Sundance Film Festival. And uh, apparently, it's going to be... Um, the, everything. The, the, her Twenty-one hours of her, like documentary interviews. Her mother's uh, suicide. Her father's emotional unavailability. Her eating disorder. Wow. Her three marriages to highly visible, different type of men. Uh, family's going to be in there. She's going to include some of her friends: Robert Redford, Lily Tomlin, uh, people, Tom Hayden's spouses. A spouse will be on there. Ted Turner, among others. So apparently they're documenting her entire life story over a span of 30 years. And you know what? Good for her. You know, people are still mad at her because she went and protested the Vietnam War. You know what? A lot of people hated the Vietnam War. A lot of people did everything they could to get out of going to the Vietnam War. And when it was over, people apologized for the Vietnam War. So why isn't she a poster girl for the Vietnam great. War? Yeah. She's a great actress. She's a good humanitarian. And she's a, I just don't get it. I've worked out to her Jane Fonda videotapes for years and years and years. I still have a signed poster by her and all of her tapes. I love her. And her show with um, uh, Frankie Grace that they have on Netflix, uh, she's great on yeah, it. I with Lily Tomlin, it. yeah. Uh, some people aren't happy with Madonna's tribute to the late Aretha Franklin at the MTV VA Awards. And one of those people was Candy Burroughs from um, Atlanta. She slammed Madonna's tribute, saying that the pop star made it all about her. Did Madonna just tell a long, effing story to say thank you to Aretha Franklin, Candy said in her list of stories during the VMAs? She made that whole thing about her when it should have just been about Aretha Franklin. When are they going to learn? Madonna is not great at giving those tributes. She tried it once before and it bombed. Let her, Madonna sing, let her dance, let her be Madonna, but don't give her something serious tribute to do because she's kind of an uncomfortable format for her. And I don't know if she writes the script or ad libs it or whoever writes for her doesn't write it, but. It never seems to come off right, and I hate to say that because I'm not a fan of hers. I like her. You don't admire her. I've been to her house. I've been to her kid's birthday party. I don't, it's not saying anything bad about her. It's just that's not the best position to put her in. Let's put it that way. So I think they should have get, let someone else do it. Maybe someone that was maybe even closer to Aretha. I could have done it. Uh, who keeps thinking it's a good idea to hire Madonna to eulogize black artists who have passed away, someone wrote. She's demonstrating a dynamic performance of peak white womanhood, another person said. This is not an Aretha tribute, but a monologue to how other iconic black women are being reduced to how she helped a white woman. Oh, Lord. Some people put, I think sometimes it's just what it is, and people read a whole lot into it and attach a whole That's lot true. of meaning to it. I think it's what it is. She's not good at giving any eulogy. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that. End the story. But at the VMA Awards, some of the outfits... Actually, I think this is kind of chic and fabulous. 
I don't know that it flatters her body. I don't even know who she is. Who Tiffany is it? Haddish. Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish. Haddish. Well, those of you on podcast, it's a jumpsuit. Yeah, I guess silver. it's a sequined silver jumpsuit. It's a beautiful jumpsuit. I, I mean, I'd like to have it if I had my old body. Yeah, uh, And then Jennifer, what, who is this one? Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Okay. She has nine Versace outfits. Every night. She obviously is a Versace fan. She's a yeah. super talented girl. I mean, wow. she is super talented. But in this picture that you can't see if you're on podcast, she's wearing the Versace blue and navy blue and gold, kind of their traditional Flaming. design uh, jumpsuit with a big wide belt with a gold Versace medallion on it and Versace boots. So well, Donna Tellen must love her. Well, yes. you know James is a Versace you know, not two. Now this is just too much That's for me. Who is this? Who is this? Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Oh my God, she's a Looney Tune. If you can't see it, she looks like she's going to one of those. She looks like Wendy on Billions when they went to the change and they wrote. What do they call those girls? That's an M girl and red boots up to her tush and a jumpsuit. I mean, a bodysuit with those. Those spiked boobs that uh, John oh, yeah. Paul Gaudier used to design and put yeah. on his perfume bottles that Madonna made so popular, and a cat and a like a cat face with ears, red mask, it looks like and, a Halloween and a whip, and a whip. She was in a Halloween costume, she was like a I'm red a pussy cat. Dominate. I mean, you're just trying too hard. Wear that to a Halloween. Don't wear that to the GMAs. Now here's another one. Now this girl, I didn't know her name. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. That's Louis Vuitton. By the way, Nicki Minaj has made more money than anybody. She makes a fortune. Did you read all that? She makes a fortune. That girl. Well, she's wearing who is this? That's Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Now I am just a swimsuit. I mean. Don't Louis Vuitton, I love Louis Vuitton, but they're just trying to get too. too much attention. If you can't see it on your podcast, it's Look like it a up. little swimsuit swimsuit with a sheer see-through. Uh, what do you call that tool over it? It's kind yeah. of stupid to be honest. It's well, a swimsuit anyway, with a skirt. It's a, with the tool skirt yeah. down to the floor. But you know what? These girls want the attention, and they don't care if it's good or bad. You know, that's the one thing reality TV has taught us: is that people just want attention, and they don't care if it's good or bad. I mean, the world is changing. Sure. Have, okay. You have comments coming in? We have some comments. Let's Coast, hear them. Costas Candori, I think I ruined her last name. Or his last name. It says, Hi, Leah, you look great. Regards from London. Hi. Um, Susan Shipman says, You have a wonderful outlook and she really appreciates you much. Kathy Hi. Raisin said, Yes, that the red outfit was not flattering. <laughs> And, and Margaret Sinlithia says it's a bathing suit with a tool floor link tutu. <laughs> <laughs> and she's right. I didn't watch the EMAs. I wanted to watch it because Frankie Grande was doing the red, he was on the red carpet and they interviewed him about his sister and her maybe wedding whenever it happens. And he's so fabulous and I wanted to see the sister, but I was just so glued to the political news I couldn't. Anyway, in other news, okay, hookers, okay, gold diggers, I got something for you. Ready? The billionaire cities. If you want to go, number one billionaire city is Beijing, 131 billionaires. Wow. Number two is New York, 92 billionaires. <laughs> number three, Hong Kong, 80 billionaires. Wow. Number four, 
Shenzhen, 78. Number five, Shanghai, 70. Number five, London, 70 billionaires. Number seven, Moscow, 62 billionaires. Yeah, we've heard all about those oligarchs. Number eight, Mumbai, 55. Now, see, that breaks my heart that there are 55 billionaires in Mumbai and the people in India are starving. I can't. Bangkok, nine, uh, number nine, 43 billionaires that could be helping out Bangkok too, Thailand. And then Hang, where is H-A-N-G-Z-H-O-U? I don't even know where the hell it is. Probably some tax-free haven. Anyway, they got 30, 30, 38 billionaires. So hookers, gold diggers, you go for it, girls. I'm gonna cheer you on. Those guys got all that money. They can afford to give you some of it. And then, and we're going to keep it short. I know you don't want to hear it, but I had to laugh so hard. You can't see this picture. I mean, you just can't see it if you're on a podcast. But if you're on, um, what is it? If, if you're on, um, on your Facebook Live, you can see it. Here's a picture. <laughs> the caption on a Russia showing up for a housewife meeting and she's got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cameras on a turban on her head. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently I talked to someone yesterday who works for a production company that she's trying to get a talk show or an interview show. She's She's got a publicist out working this deal. And she apparently did, it's true. She had a camera in one of her belt buckles. And then she had a tape recorder in an ink pen. Mm -hmm. And then she had another camera on her in a hidden camera. So, I mean, listen, I mean. Well, yeah, but she learned from the best. I mean, listen, to me, the irony is Trump said Obama taped him. Okay, who taped him? (laughs) Michael Cohen taped him? Amorosa taped him? All of his friends are taping him. And Obama's just sitting over there surfing with uh, what's his name on the beach. Anyway, that was funny. So, her book, I mean, I'm not going to buy that book because I don't don't like backstabbers and I don't like. uh, Disloyal people, but on the other hand, Trump, you know, he he created the monster. I mean, he surrounds himself with all these people, and then he wonders why they turn on him because he's loyal to them. And then, and then when they turn on him, you know, he turns on him. And so it's just like a, it's such a crazy time. I mean, who who does that? I mean, he it's just going off the rails. I'll read the book when you can watch the video. Yeah, right. (laughs) Apparently, she has two hundred more tapes. So you can only imagine what these tapes say. Oh, he. Must be shaking in his boots. That little that little penis of his is shrinking. Uh, Bob Woodward has a book coming out now. That's a credible book, and that's going to shake uh, him to his core. But apparently, he's off the rails. He's just tweeting like a madman, and um, yeah, you know, just crazy. He's firing lifetime security people that he thinks is punishing them. It's really punishing us because they're out looking out for our security. And then, of course, Manafort was convicted, and Cohen can, uh, said he was guilty. And I mean, listen, Mueller's been catching a lot of witches in that witch hunt. I jo- mean, they caught a lot of them. Joanna Nula says she probably got a side deal to share the royalties with Trump. <laughs> oh, that would be so nice. I sent out a tweet the other day. I said, Trump is not governing. He's running a daily reality show, playing golf, watching TV. Uh, you know, it, it's not like a it's not like a government. It's hilarious, but I have to read you. This is so funny. This is a transcript of Trump's remarks at a New York fundraiser about coal and windmills. <laughs> he's, just so, he's got the 
Girl, you remember Hillary with the coal, right? Sitting with the miners at the table, remember? That wasn't so good for her. So the people of West Virginia and all over, you know, at Wyoming, you look at so many different places where they just, you know, Pennsylvania, where they left what we did and it's clean coal and we have the most modern procedures, but it's a tremendous form of energy in the sense that in a military way, think of it, coal is indestructible. You can blow up a pipeline, you can blow up a windmill, you can blow up boom, boom, boom. You can blow up, bing, bing, large, large guns. That's the one thing, but birds don't kill it. The birds don't kill it first. I mean, the birds could just kill it first. They kill so many birds. You look underneath some of those windmills, it's like a killing field of birds, but you know, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna be doing those windmills, and you know, don't worry about it. When the wind doesn't blow, I said, what happens when the wind doesn't blow? Well, then we have a problem. Okay, good. Well, then they're putting themselves and those areas where they don't have any wind too, they're putting those windmills where there's no wind. And it's subsidy, you know, subsidy for windmills. You need subsidy. Who wants to have energy where you need subsidy? So, you know, coal is really doing great. <laughs> <laughs> that was what he said at a fundraiser. Kathy oh Grayson said, yes, it's the gong of laughs and giggles and fun on our first podcast. Write it down, August the 22nd, 2018. And it is the beginning of a worldwide phenomenon that is going to catch on fire and break all records. Make sure you share. And don't forget to share. S-H-A-R-E, not C-H-E-R. That's right. You know, for our gay community, when we say share, we mean S-H-A-R-E, not C-H-E-R, according to James. So, meanwhile, I do want you guys to share this. I hope you'll tune in next Wednesday. Uh, remember, we're on a podcast, wherever you get your podcast, and we're on Facebook Live, and all of our previous episodes YouTube. are on YouTube. And, of course, uh, all of our postings, Lunch with Leah. Follow me on Twitter, well, only if you like politics and gossip, and uh, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, and visit our website, aliablack.com. And we had a blast, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Send in all your questions to hello at leahblack.com. Right? Hello at leahblack.com. Send all your questions in and we will answer them all for you. Mwah. We had a blast. Wait, wait, wait. Come here, little black. Oh, my back. I hurt my back. I can normally move. Oh. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.